to a pick and roll to Thompson with a lay and counted and a foul. What do you know? Pick and roll, and it works for two. And Anna Carrico across the timeline. And a head full of steam to the rack with a right hand layup, and it's good. On a fourth down and three. Out of the pistol. He's going to throw it. Drops back. Back to the end zone. Caught! Touchdown! Eastern Michigan! Break out the pomp and circumstance. It's graduation week here on the Eastern Insider Podcast. More importantly, we're graduating you to the next year ahead as we wrap up 2018-19's campaign on this broadcast. I'm Greg Stanner. I'm Kyler Ludlow. Hard to imagine that uh, it was August and we had a new adventure that we were like, this might work. And 30-some-odd episodes later... You, our faithful listener, continue to tune on in. Yeah, we're so appreciative. Um, 33 episodes, and we wouldn't be doing it if people weren't listening in, and we appreciate everyone out there, uh, whether you're a student-athlete or a parent of student-athlete or just a Eastern fan. Love having you along for this whole ride, and fortunately, learning some new things and going to bring some new exciting stuff for 2019-20, but we're wrapping 2018-19 today instead and it's hard to believe we're coming to an end. Yeah, you look at it a good year overall still not everything finalized as there's still plenty of awards to be handed out, championships to be won. Uh, last weekend it was the women's golf championship that concluded. The EMU's Eagles shot up the leaderboard like a rocket on the final day to finish in a tie for fourth, their best finish since 2016. This weekend it will be the men's golf team that gets their opportunity to do the same as they'll be in action in Aurora, Ohio, in a championship hosted by the Golden Flashes of Kent State. Eastern has a really good shot going into this weekend for head coach Bruce Cunningham's club, two weeks removed from a runner-up finish in a very prestigious Rutherford intercollegiate so uh, good opportunity there this weekend to, to pay attention to men's golf yeah and hopefully the weather's going to hold out for them so they can really put their best foot forward I, I think the best way when you see these championships come down to it uh, is to see just everyone's skill played against each other and when you have weather that comes in and it's rainy or whatever uh, cold just kind of takes part of that out so we don't want to see that and I think hopefully the weather's going to hold out for them that they're able to go out score and as you've said, they've had a great spring season. Hopefully they can build on it, peak at the right time. You mentioned weather. The lucky duck and you this weekend elect to take off, enjoy Easter, and not freeze on Friday night like I did at baseball. It was dreadful weather uh, with the wind and cold. Uh, Saturday's game postponed, but then Eastern Michigan uh, comes back out on the field. Sunny skies on uh, Sunday on Easter Sunday as they battled Ohio. Tough weekend for Eric Roof and company as they were swept by the Bobcats. But this week we'll be back at home for a three-game spell against the University of Toledo, 6-3-1, and one, the respective game times Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And guess what? You're back with me this weekend on the microphone. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, so far in games that we've gone start to finish together, we're 2-0. and Two and one when we broadcasted because the one game you had to leave early and then I wasn't here this past weekend. And so hopefully we're able to bring that magic back playing against the Rockets from you know just down the road. Rockets only a three-win team and Eastern has a chance to try to better them this weekend. Free admission as always. But you look at this a really good stretch for EMU. They'll battle Toledo this week. Don't have any midweeks. Next week we'll be at Western Michigan and then back home for the final two weekends against Central Michigan 
and Kent State, so plenty of opportunities to catch some EMU baseball and bring your pets. Absolutely. Always bark in the park night at O-Strike. We love seeing that. Cooper was out this weekend hanging out with you. We've brought my dog Heisenberg up many times. It's always a fun night at the park, and I think more importantly, it's an opportunity coming up that uh, you know Eastern took a step back in the standings with this past weekend's results, but we'll be able to make some steps forward and not having these midweeks right now because of finals. And then next week with some downtime, be able to get rested and go into each weekend with the full squad ready to go. And then we still have some more championships. We talk about track. They'll be in action soon enough as their championships will be held. But this week they're going to be staying a little bit closer to home Will they be just down the road at Hillsdale? Yeah, the Hillsdale starts on Thursday, but then they've also got the Jesse Owens Invitational down in Columbus, kind of splitting up as the relays up in Hillsdale will you know, just actually only be one race for the women. But uh, the split team going here, there, everywhere, as always, down in Columbus, they had a good successful trip there last year. And so hopefully can build on that. And like you said, their conference championships coming up right around the corner as well. And this is the time that we want to see all those guys getting in those races, girls too, of course, but uh, getting their best time starting to peak right now because the championships are on the horizon and not just winning a, a MAC championship, but the opportunities for their times, their heights, their distances to qualify for NCAA nationals is important too. And that that's all happening right now as the weather starts to get better, performances start to get better, and hopefully they're able to continue to compete. And you get to talk to somebody today in Kemp Savage on the rolling side of things. Their times just continue to get better each and every week. They'll have an opportunity this weekend at the Macro Championships before a tune-up to get them ready for the Colonial Athletic Association title. Yeah, and it's always great talking to Coach Savage because I, I let him know, I don't know a lot about your sport. Help me out. Uh, and so for those who may be thinking, I don't want to listen to anything about rowing because I don't really know that much about it. Well, Kemp is fantastic about teaching you his mindset and what they're looking for as they're going into races. Uh, we talked about how they've done in a couple of their races, including uh, some really good finishes for their first varsity eight boat. And so uh, he, he's a wealth of knowledge. It's a really fun conversation because I felt like I learned a lot from it. And so hopefully our, our listeners do too. Yeah, always entertaining. He also was now uh, taken to giving you the blow-by-blow blow as they return home from uh, their events, as they have uh, some microphones mounted up in their truck they're driving back with. So entertaining options to get you some more rowing knowledge because, yeah, quite honestly, it's not a support that you're overly familiar with, but it's one that you can become invested in quickly. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things you see the student-athletes, all of our student-athletes work incredibly hard but the rowers are here before everyone else, and their practices are done as morning practices are starting for other people. And uh, so just kind of finding out what makes you know a sport like that tick for these kids that, you know, what is their story and how did they get here? Because there's not a lot of high school rowing teams out in the, in the country. So uh, we get a chance with our final Peanuts Gallery of the season uh, to hear from three of the rowers, Carson, Haley, and Addie, who – Talk about how they came to Eastern Michigan. Talk about uh, how they came to rowing because two of the three hadn't rowed before ever. And so uh, it's very fun to hear those stories. And knowing that it's a team full of athletes just like those three uh, is very fun. And they're very entertaining. Of course, Peanut did a great job. And they were they were laughing pretty much throughout the entire thing. But it's, a, it's great fun to listen to. 
I give them great respect because they are walking out of the gym in this building when I am walking into it. So I've known they've been up for a lengthy time, worked out, and how they just don't want to go to sleep afterwards <laughs> is beyond me. But you look at our overall numbers for the year in just terms of student-athletes and what they've done, they've racked up quite a few awards. 49 MAC Player of the Week honors, 7 MAC Scholar Athlete honors. They've been named first-team All-MAC 19 times, 17 second-team All-MAC honors, and 6 third-team All-MAC honors, and not to mention the 11 individual MAC champions we've already seen and a pair of MAC team championships in women's cross-country and the volleyball tournament championship, and Eagles hope to add a few more to that tally, but a very impressive list of numbers that we've seen turned by EMU student-athletes. Yeah, it was a great 2018-19, and hopefully they will, after hard work over the summer, kick off next fall. 2019-20 can be just as successful, if not more. Got to thank you for everything you do to make this podcast happen each and every week. You do a great job compiling it, uh, and these interviews are sometimes not always the easiest to track <laughs> down uh, some ums and ahs and whatever to make me sound better. And, uh, again, I couldn't do this without you as, as well as Peanut, who is really the star of our show. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if I can thank Peanut enough. It was kind of a quirky idea. We thought maybe she would do it. She had the name that fit a segment, so why not? And uh, she's really taking it head on. And fortunately, we've got her for a while, so that's going to be a segment that returns as long as her schedule allows it. So a lot of fun. It was a great first year, and thanks to you for driving our ship. As uh, as we wouldn't be anywhere, we'd be rudderless without you. So, uh, Greg, it's been a fun year. Looking forward uh, to our final episode of 2018-19 not done yet listen to plenty more on the rowing side of things and then you can still catch kyler and i for lots of emu baseball in store over the next few weeks but uh, we're approaching just 100 days from the first athletic event of 2019-20 <laughs> it'll be here soon enough sit back enjoy and enjoy your summer we'll catch you right back here on the next installment of the eastern insider podcast with the Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan mobile app, you can manage your health care coverage anytime, anyplace, anywhere. Download it now from the Apple Store or Google Play. Welcome to the final segment of the Coach's Corner for the 2018-19 season. I'm Kyler Lolo, sitting down with head rowing coach Kemp Savage, who joins me after a fun day uh, of work and uh, after we've already recorded one that got uh, corrupted but coach appreciate so much uh, that you're taking the time to come back and talk with us again as we really hit the heart of your season you've got a couple races under the belt a couple races to go how are you feeling about the team well I feel like just like this podcast practice makes perfect uh, <laughs> this one should be much better uh, feeling good about the team uh, we got two consecutive boats of the week for our first two races uh, 1V's racing pretty well. Um, we still haven't had a great race from them, but we've started to string together more consistently good races rather than a good and a bad and a good and a bad. Uh, so really kind of seeing some of that uh, maturity that maybe they we haven't had in the past from those boats. When well, said you're right in the middle of things, we can take a look back first. The Cooper invite uh, a couple weeks ago now, but that first varsity eight team got the win uh, and had a couple of other boats. The novice eight uh, had a win and the second varsity eight finished third. So uh, a very good showing in that what was really the first uh, team outing of the season. Uh, 
it was it was good for that first race. I think our scrimmages a little earlier on between some top programs we talked about last time I was talking to you about this uh, really actually helped us get some maturity and you know, understanding of how hard real racing is and that you can't just row the first half and the second or the first quarter and the last quarter. You have to row the whole thing, particularly the middle well. So I think it showed up nicely with the novice. Uh, obviously, that was early in their season and early in their career. But the last time they had really raced uh, competitively was head of the hooch, and they finished fourth. So we had some pretty decent expectations for them, and they're really starting to show some speed. In fact, we one of them set our new novice uh, 2K record this week. So uh, that's huge, you know, seeing the freshmen step up. And after the Cooper invite, you go uh, out towards Washington, D.C. area to uh, the George Mason Invitational. And that's kind of a unique meet because the way it's set up with the Big 12, the Atlantic 10, and the CAA, uh, you compete against your conference opponent first and then go head-to-head with some of the competition from the other conferences. Uh, and for your team, it was a, another good showing. Um, the Varsity 8 won its heat and then – fell to Kansas in their final. The second varsity eight finished second, but then went on to beat WVU and Duquesne when they raced against the other uh, two conferences. So what is it about that uh, Mason Invitational? It's you know kind of different, uh, but an opportunity for you to learn you know where you're at as a team. Uh, it's nice because getting those kind of three conferences, uh, you know, the Big 12 is actually a Power 5 conference, and even at the lower end, they're going to be pretty quick. Uh, and then A-10 would be probably around the same level we are uh, when it comes to rowing, at least, with our conference. So getting to see your conference foes, and, and really for us, that's two weekends in a row we had seen Villanova and Dre- or Delaware, and getting a chance to race them back-to-back. And I think we, we didn't race at our very best in that, that morning. Uh, and to be honest, we didn't race at our best that afternoon either. But we're getting fast enough that our best – isn't necessary to beat some people um obviously as we get to conference championships it will be but uh it's really kind of getting that maturity and then seeing those people that you're going to see later and really kind of taking the uh the understanding of okay we've got speed on them now let's look at the next two up um we haven't really had the ability we've always been looking at the top at four above us now it's like okay we know we're faster than these two uh by a decent margin now let's start looking at the next two uh, so that's, that's I think, a, a pretty big difference in our mentality going into this. And one of the things about that Invitational is that not only is there a winner overall, but there's conference winners. And your conference, the CAA, came out as the winner of the entire meet. What's that just say to you about the conference and its strength? I, I really think it tells you how close together we are in the conference and then the depth involved. Uh, I think – in one of the uh, write-ups, we were talking about the fact, like the Big Twelve has, you know, boats that are number four in the country and boats that are at the bottom four in the country. <laughs> so, but our our conference is so close together that we can compete against the Big Twelve uh, across all of our boats. And, and yes, they might get wins in some, but we'll get wins as we keep going down the list. So, it, I think it tells a lot about the depth, and then comparing it to the A10, that our conference is really starting to move quickly. Uh, comparatively to some other conferences that are our own size. Well, that was the look back. Looking ahead, you still have three meets left, including the Macra this weekend, which is here in Michigan. But then uh, 
you have two others on the road in Philadelphia, uh, and then of course the CAA championships in New Jersey. Uh, what's the plan? What are you focusing on uh, going forward as in, we're about a month away from that CAA championship race? A little less than a month now. Um, for the macro, we're really looking to get times down a course uh, in starting blocks, kind of more looking at the practice version of it, uh, especially for our younger kids. What it's like to line up, race 2K, line up, race 2K. So it just kind of gets rid of some of that jittery aspect of getting the starting line. You know, It's one thing to be excited and have some butterflies because you're ready to go. It's another to be scared. Uh, so we're trying to get rid of that kind of scared and just make it routine. Uh, with the Dadville Regatta, when we won or when we finished fourth at the Hooch last year, I told our novice coach that if when we got to the spring, I'd race the novice eight a couple times and see how they did, and then that would determine whether we went to Dadvales. Dadvales is kind of if you're going to race a novice eight, it's kind of the place to like be the unofficial national champion. There's going to be a ton of entries in that race, so going and uh, racing for something like that would be probably a first for the department, uh, or well, for at least the team in the department. <laughs> um, so I think having that opportunity, having the speed to go out there and finish in the top uh, level of that race is going to be something I, we're capable of and I kind of want to see happen. Uh, then we get into conference championships. And I mean, the big thing is incorporating some of these freshmen who are really quick uh, into our 2V and 4 to bring some of that speed up. Uh, at the Cooper invite, our 2V, who is uh, more of the varsity and none of the really fast freshmen yet, placed you know third, but kind of down by a decent amount. And we made some changes and went into Virginia and we're only two or three seconds down. So uh, a pretty good movement. Sorry, it was five. Uh, <laughs> don't want to cut anybody short. Uh, five seconds down on Villanova. So we made up a lot of time. We've still got some more time to make up with some of those kids really being able to apply their speed to the water as much. But seeing the depth that's in the program and how important the depth is to winning a conference championship. Well, speak to that. I mean, before we wrap things up, the depth uh, that you've been able to kind of build up and what you've seen throughout the course of this year, how important is that when you go into the CAAs? Uh, and how does that get you to the point that you're competing for an NCAA berth instead of you know, just a pat on the back and a job well done? Well, it looks at really having someone to race. Uh, previous years, our 1V was significantly faster than our 2V, and then they might have been competitive, broken up into fours with the four, but really no one to push that top end, so they would kind of stagnate a little bit. Uh, and I think in the last couple of weeks with that 2V much quicker has led them to really find some speed and find some push to get into the next gear they need to go and win a uh, championship rather than just be present at. Uh, and then in our four, it's absolutely important to have our what's going to be our third varsity eight when we get to CAAs, but they've been rowing in fours most of the time. So we've got three boats competing against each other and just that day-to-day -day competition and the day-to-day -day trying to get better and win and get your seat and get the next seat up in line is huge to a team going fast. Uh, it's just, it's so important to the long-term look of the program and getting that mindset of there's only, there should only be a seven second gap between our 1V and 2V. 
and that that's where we need to be if we want to go win a conference championship. Well, Coach, it's been impressive to watch this season unfold the way it has. Wish you the best of luck going forward. Thanks again for coming back by for take two. But uh, It was a pleasure as always, Kemp, and uh, best of luck to you the rest of the season. Thank you. We're, uh, we're ready for it. That was Kemp Savage on the Eastern Insider Podcast. We'll be right back with some more. Do you want to eat something better than ramen? Come to Candy Cane Wireless your local Boost Mobile dealer, and get all the data and hotspot you need to feed your brain while having money left over to eat more than noodles. Boost Mobile by Candy Can Wireless, located at 3033 Packard Street in Ann Arbor. Hey guys, it's Nicole Remedios, and this is another segment of Peanuts Gallery. Today I'm joined with... Carson Mahaney. Haley Dutton. Addie Oblanis. And what team are you guys all on? We are on the rowing team. Yeah. And you guys just came from practice, I see. Yes, yes. very well. So a little, <laughs> little chilly, I think. Just a little bit. Um, and just to start off, where are you guys all from? Uh, Troy, Ohio. Okay. West Salem, Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Uh, Seattle, Washington. Okay, so all a little different. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and years, are you guys all juniors, seniors, I think? Uh, we have one senior. Andy and I are juniors. Juniors yeah. and seniors. Yeah. So last year, how do you feel about that it's weird yeah, yeah. Huh. <laughs> ready to leave. i know so when's your guys season officially over uh, we have our championship race on may 19th okay. and if we win that and get enough points we qualify to go to ncaa's so hopefully awesome. we'll be done in june yeah, yeah. so ride out your senior <laughs> year a little longer yeah. <laughs> that's awesome yeah. and school wise what uh what's your majors Exercise science. Okay. All of us. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> we travel so together every everywhere. single class. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yes. Do you guys like that? Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. It's nice. I, see, high school, I was like, yeah, exercise science, sports, love it, cool. Yes. And I was like, too many big words. I can't memorize them. I don't know how to spell the business. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. And I think we're all kind of on different paths, too. Oh, really? Like career cool. paths? Yeah. Where do you want to go? Um, I want to do PT. Okay. Yeah. I'm not really sure, like, PT or uh prosthetics okay that's yeah. really cool actually i'm looking at pt and chiropractic so oh, well. yeah. oh. that makes me cringe <laughs> my back and stuff i saw one time my sister did like went to a chiropractor and they had this tool and just went right on her spine mm-hmm. and i was like, Ugh. like never, never again no thank you and what's kind of cool about rowing i've talked to some other rowers before a lot of you guys have never rowed before coming to college is that true for all of you guys not her you uh, yeah before? i rowed since eighth grade Wow. How'd you find, like, rowing? You're like, yeah, let me go on a boat. And... <laughs> um, both of my parents rowed in college. Oh, so okay, cool. they both rowed for, like, one or two years in college. And I, my mom had medals in the basement. I was like, what are these from? She's like, oh, I used to row. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And I was, like, kind of at the point where I didn't really like swimming or, like, soccer yeah. anymore. So I was like, I should try it to see if I like it. And I did. So That's awesome. <laughs> that's really cool. And you guys, did you do any sports or anything oh, else yeah. before? Uh, I did football, cross country, basketball, and uh, track. Also, so. just dabble just, here and there, you know? Just a little bit, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and I did volleyball, basketball. Okay, and track. nice. Yeah. That's really cool. Do you like rowing now, I'm assuming? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah. It looks it's nice, nice to switch things up. Yeah. Like, like coming here, we had no Quite idea what air. rowing yeah. was, but now it's like consuming our lives. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> um, and what like spot in the boat or position are you, or what boat are you guys all on? Um, I'm stroking the varsity. Okay, the cool. Yeah. Nice. I'm stroke pair with her yeah. in the one piece. For people who don't know what that oh, means, so I'm not s- me. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm right behind Addie, so yeah. stroke pair is like they like are 
starboard, basically. Yeah. Because there's a two sides of the boat. There's a port side and a starboard side. Yeah. And they're pair partners. So like, okay, I cool. port and she's starboard. Oh, okay. So we're considered so a pair. You work yeah. together. So I'm behind her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm six seat in the two B. Okay, it's like cool. Like the powerhouse position. Oh. In the middle of the boat. Yeah. Muscles. <laughs> That's hard. I do like that row machine in the gym for like five oh, minutes, and I'm like, oh, I can't do this. <laughs> I hate those yeah, we do. You guys do your tests on those, right? Yeah, we yeah. have one this afternoon. <laughs> oh, good luck. Thanks. <laughs> like 80 minutes during the winter at a time. So like four by 20 minutes on the earth. Mm -hmm. yeah. Good job. <laughs> good job for you guys. Um, and since the year is kind of ending, do you have any favorite memories from this year? Any tournaments that has really stood out or you're waiting for hopefully NCAA? We had a really good, um, these past two races we've had mm -hmm. have been really good. Uh, we won at New Jersey, which was exciting. Oh, nice. And kind of, not a shock, but it was definitely like, it's been oh. un unexpected yes. yeah. to yeah. be that competitive with other boats in our um, that's awesome. Oh, that's really cool. Um, so a game we like to play here when we have multiple people you're cheating oh, <laughs> are uh, most likely. So just within the three of you, you all can say. I have four questions, easy ones. All right, okay. Um, who's most likely to fall off the boat? Who would Haley. fall off? Haley. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> a little clumsy. I feel like these are all going to be me. No, I just, I don't know. I'd probably do something stupid. <laughs> have any of you ever fallen off the boat in any of your... Um, almost been ejected. Almost, yeah. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh, it was a close one. Are we good swimmers, though? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, good. That's... I don't think we've ever flipped. No. Not, not it's pretty hard to slip a boat, right? Yeah. Kind of. It's kind of. Depends on the end of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> um, most likely, since you guys... Do you have early early practices? Yeah. Most likely to sleep past their alarm. That's happened many times. Like a little panic heart. Yeah, yeah. I guess drops. as soon as they hear the door open, they're like, can't a bolt out of bed. Yeah. That's like, funny. Yeah. Um, okay. Most likely to cancel plans last minute. Mm. Yeah, I feel like high. Yeah, I feel like Natty, yeah. but. I mean, I did the other night. So. <laughs> yeah. Reason to cancel plans? Um, Stay yeah. in bed. <laughs> I think yeah. that's a valid reason. Yeah. Yeah. Um, most likely to forget their gear or uniform before like a racer practice. Ooh. Ooh. I don't. We are very much keep like each other all you in need check. is your uni. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. all you really need to do. Um, we will get very much yelled at if we forget. I'm scared anything. for my life. Always do a check before you leave. Yeah. The house. yeah. <laughs> Attention to detail. Yeah, there you go. Through <laughs> <laughs> Our coach says all the time. <laughs> Quoting. And um, I got told to ask if you like fall or spring season better. Spring. Spring, spring, spring for sure. Short. Short. Yeah. Yeah. And there's more awesome. races too, so you yeah. can have You're more competition. Yeah, yeah, that's true. More chances to win. It's cold. <laughs> <laughs> Do some jumping jacks. And then to finish it off, How'd you guys find Eastern? You can go one by one if you want. Um, I actually have like kind of a different story than these other two. Um, I tore my ACL my senior year of high school, oh, nice. and me being dramatic thought my chances of being a college athlete were over. Yeah. And then a couple days after I found out my ACL was confirmed a tear, Yeah. Um, I got an email from Eastern asking if I wanted to be on the rowing team, and it kind of felt like fate. But also, I had to show my mom the email to make sure it was a real email. <laughs> a spam. Yeah, Aww. so That's I awesome. kind of followed up with that, and it worked out nice. perfectly. Perfect.
Really? Uh, I was on for uh, the Be Recruited website for yeah. other sports, and I actually got an email from Eastern saying, hey, check this out. And I was, and I've heard of rowing like maybe once yeah. or twice, um, but I never really thought about it. And I was like, I'm just going to check it out, like, you know, and see what happens. And Ended up, just ended up happening. I was like, in fresh, fresh air, let's try it, new challenge. That's cool to kind of come in and do like a completely new yeah. sport. Yeah. Um, so I don't really remember how I got <laughs> Like, it was a really weird situation. Four years ago, such a long time. Yeah, so at my, where I rode in high school, um, coaches, like, the collegiate coaches would come and visit to, like, scout or whatever. And I got someone's business card from, I think it was Michigan State. And I was like, okay, like, not really interested in going to Michigan. Um, so I kept her card, and somehow I ended up emailing someone at Eastern. <laughs> I don't know how. I was like, okay, like, kind of interested. Like, they're like, okay, we don't know how you got our email, but, like, we can send okay. to our coaches, and you can talk to them. And so I did that, and, like, applied super easy, and just made the decision to come here, because... Seemed fun. Yeah. <laughs> found these two. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for joining me. Go thanks get warm. You guys look really cool. Um, I'm Nicole Remedios, and this was Peanuts Gallery. Looking for a ride? Trinity Transportation has the vehicle for you. From luxurious motor coaches to cozy sedans, Trinity Transportation is prepared to take you to your destination. Check out their fleet of vehicles at trinitytransportation.com or call 877-284-4200 to book today. That's trinitytransportation.com or 877-284-4200. Trinity Transportation, the official transportation provider of Eastern Michigan Athletics. Thank you for listening to the Eastern Insider Podcast. You can find the Eastern Insider on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and of course, amueagles.com. Please leave us a rating and let us know how we're doing. Until next week, go Eagles.